Welcome to FIO on the Air, the voice of the festivals and events industry in Ontario. Please welcome our CEO and your host, Dave McNeil. Hello and welcome to FIO on the Air. We've got another uh, speaker presentation today and I'm happy to have it with us with FIO on the Air, Andrea Johnston and Katie Pergo. And they're both from the Centre of Applied Human Dynamics. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Andrea, tell us a little bit about what the Center for Applied Human Dynamics does. What, what, what's your day-to-day function? We really kind of do um, a combination of things that boil down to um, soft skills and being able to teach personal and professional development um, in the workplace. Um, so we will often go in and do uh, corporate training um, for both um, private companies and um, governments and really just any team that's looking to uh, work on and improve their team dynamics. Um, and then we also do sometimes some one-on-one coaching, depending on what uh, an organization is looking for. Um, we might work with some individual manor, uh, managers or leaders, um, people in roles of leadership, where they're trying to sort of enhance their own understanding of people and the people they work with and people on their teams. Um, and then sometimes we're doing um, keynotes and um, conference speaking, um, like we'll be doing at, um, at FIO. And Katie, you bring to it some board experience as well, because I think the important thing, and sometimes some of our events people forget this, but um, and in, a volunteer can be should be viewed as an employee, and policies, procedures, and and everything that you would do with a, an employee of your company, you should be doing with a volunteer as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, certainly, I do have board experience. I currently serve on the Ontario Music Festival Association board as vice president. Um, and I think that it's important to remember that uh, when you have a job, when you are being paid for a job, um, your motivation is slightly different than when you're working as a volunteer. Um, volunteers often volunteer to help at events because they have a passion uh, for that event or a passion for helping, a passion for seeing something to, to through to a successful end. Andrea, volunteering, it, it seems to be fading, unfortunately. Um, and maybe you can give me some statistics that prove otherwise. But um, do you see any turnaround out there? I know it's one of the toughest things our event people face is is getting volunteers and getting quality volunteers. So uh, statistics is not going to be in my wheelhouse. I'm not, I'm neither detail oriented um, nor sort of uh, focused on numbers. That's definitely not my strength. But what I can tell you is that one of the things that we um, really want to accomplish um, in terms of working with organizations is to uh, allow them to better understand how they can improve the volunteer experience. Because as Katie said, um, you know, we go into organizations so often where we see somebody who the bulk of the tasks they do day to day in their job are sort of opposite to what they do naturally. And so they spend a lot of their time maybe in frustration or just not having a lot of job satisfaction. And that might serve them in the short term um, because they receive the paycheck. But for volunteers, we want them to have that great experience. We want them to have, if you will, job satisfaction with what they're doing because that's what's going to allow for them to be excited about what they're doing, to bring some enthusiasm both on the day of or to the event but also make it a great experience where they're going to want to come back again the following year. 
And Katie, just to build up on what Andrea was talking about is often, um, you know, somebody with a marketing background has maybe moved up the ladder and they're not using that skill set that they used to use, but they want to keep it sharp and they want to keep their toolbox full. So that volunteering is the opportunity to keep those skills intact. Absolutely. It's a great way to uh, use those strengths that we have. And that really plays into a lot of our teachings. Um, you know, an understanding of people and patterns come into play. When we teach our teams of people, what we're really trying to impress upon them is two thoughts. First, everybody has their own strengths that they bring to the table. But then secondly, it's that same skill or strength that when it's overused, tends to get people into trouble. And so our focus for this particular topic is to work with the people organizing the events to get the right people with the right strengths into the right situation. And I think that all kind of plays back to the mission of what we do at the center, where we want to share our passion for ongoing personal and professional development through teaching people how to improve relationships with others, both at work and at home. When, when a, uh, an event is looking for a volunteer, it's sometimes it's not that marketing person that wants to jump into that marketing role with the event or the festival. It's, you know, they want to make, get into operations or do something different just for those very reasons. Yeah, and um, I think part of what um, is also needed is sometimes to look at, if you will, the second layer of what uh, a task or role is requiring. So sometimes we're looking at the skill set, um, let's say, to run a registration desk. And so we're looking for, you know, an eye for detail and understanding the computer system and the process and all that is really important. But we want to kind of go down to the next layer and say, what else might be required? Is the registration desk going to be the forward-facing um, customer experience for the people who are attending this event? And if so, then we probably want to put some uh, faces on the registration desk that are sort of naturally warm and welcoming, and that's kind of who they are as people, and they're really great strength. Opposite to that, let's say the registration desk isn't our first uh, customer experience. Maybe it's something that's got a lot more detail, and it's actually something that we require a little bit more um, stringency on, like, rules and making sure that the right people are being registered and the people on the desk are going to be the ones to enforce those rules. We're going to want somebody who's confident in that, who's somebody that doesn't shy away from conflict and actually can handle that sort of challenge. So sometimes it's not just looking at the skill set, but actually the second layer of what are the characteristics and personality that we're looking for for this role. And Katie, as you build your volunteer team, uh, just to that point again, is you've got person A who's got a great marketing background, but they want to work in operations. If you bring them onto your team and you come into a marketing crunch, you've already got them on your team and that's another place to lean because... I, I'm sure any good volunteer is going to use their expertise to help the organization out as well. So it's in your best interest to make sure you get get the best person available. Well, absolutely. You definitely want to have an understanding of each of your volunteers, and that might fall to the person running the event or to somebody who's only looking after volunteers, but to have a chance to really get to know who is volunteering with them so that they can understand what those strengths are that they bring to the table. Um, certainly in various roles that I've done in the past, um, I've had experience with fundraising. So I wouldn't come to the board that I currently sit on and if they said, oh, can anybody help with fundraising? 
Like, I'm not going to sit there on my hands and say, no, I'm not going to help with that because that's not my current role. As a volunteer, I really think many volunteers will step up to the plate um, and bring those past experiences with them. But as Andy was saying, um, our focus in particular in this uh, particular situation is getting down to that next level of um, what are those intrinsic and basic strengths that that person can bring to the role. And Andrea, knowing that you're not the statistician, but I've got a theory with, with some kids coming out of high school and colleges and stuff like that. And, and I understand they want to get into the workforce and they want to start making money. And that's why we all go to college and, and everything else. But um, it's my feeling that in some of those high school students, that mandatory 40 hours, you you almost get the sense that they feel that they've accomplished they're volunteering in life because they did that 40 hours in high school. Are you guys finding that as well? That's a really interesting question. And that's probably, yeah, again, goes a little bit um, deeper uh, or in a different direction than, um, than kind of what we focus on. But yeah, you know, I think it's interesting to think about, again, just kind of to bring it back to them and what is their volunteer experience like. So I think perhaps if we had volunteers that were brought into the fold and, you know, if their efforts and time uh, felt valued, then we might actually see an upswing or, you know, a turn of events in terms of the willingness for people to volunteer, specifically our youth, like as you were saying, um, once they're done those mandatory 40 hours. And Katie, we had a we did a podcast very early on with Harry Vote, who was the president of Oktoberfest um, a number of years ago. And and Harry did a great presentation to the board, and and it was on five generations of volunteers and how you deal with each of those volunteers differently. You know, you've got your millennial, you've got your baby boomer, you've got your retiree, and you don't treat them all the same way. And and is that some of the stuff you guys get into? Well, absolutely. But I think it's even broader than that. I think, and I actually heard that podcast, um, The Five Generations of Volunteers, and I thought it was a fascinating look at the different types of people who are volunteering. But I do think that um, we tend to look a little bit broader than that in that um, you don't treat every single person the same. Um, Everybody has their own unique strengths and gifts and abilities that they bring to that volunteer position. Um, And so really kind of getting to know them um, and understanding what they're going to excel at and what they're really going to enjoy as a volunteer. Uh, Because as Andy was saying, um, you know, you wouldn't want to put somebody who's a really uh, people-loving, story-loving individual um, on a task that really requires a lot of detail work um, because they're not necessarily going to enjoy the experience if they're put into a room by themselves and they have to only look after all the stats or finances when they would much rather be sitting on the events desk welcoming people to the event and getting them the information that they needed. So I like Harry's idea of the five generations of volunteers. I just think it maybe goes a bit deeper than that um, in terms of people. I just wanted to tag on to what Katie said there and also add, um, kind of following up on your question about the youth, if we think of a volunteer who's uh, maybe to the age where they're retired from the workforce and they're uh, dedicating their time and energy now to volunteering, they have a whole lifetime of skills and that an experience that they then bring to that role. When we're looking at someone who's maybe still in high school and fulfilling some volunteer hours, 
they're going to have significantly less work experience. And so I think that's another part where if we can match up the volunteers' natural talents and abilities to the task, we're going to see an improvement in success of the event overall. And again, the uh, uh, success in the experience of the volunteer, because they might not have uh, the longevity of experience, but naturally their skill set is going to lend itself to that role. Andrea Johnston and Katie Brugo are our guests today. They're from the Center for Applied Human Dynamics. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about their presentation on FEEL on the air. Festivals and Events Ontario supports a lively, engaged, and dedicated festival and events industry. Purchase your Festivals and Events Ontario membership today and get a team of people working to help you succeed. Here's just a few benefits that membership provides. Promotion, saving money, networking, industry awards, supplier discounts, communications, skills development, and so much more. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. The voice of festivals and events in Ontario. FIO on the air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Welcome back to FIO on the air. Andrea Johnston and Katie Pergo are our guests. They're from the Center for Applied Human Dynamics, and they're doing a presentation called Managing a Volunteer Army, How to Work with People's Unique Skills to Enhance Your Next Event. Um, Andrea, can you, can you lead us through a little bit about what people can expect in the presentation? Yeah, absolutely. So the foundation of the Center for Applied Human Dynamics started with my in-laws, um, Bill and Barb Johnson, back in 2004. And as Katie mentioned earlier, they had a strong desire to share personal and professional development with people so that they could improve relationships at work and at home. And the way that they did that was actually through um, personality training. So they went down, they were certified through a, a gentleman called Dr. Robert Rome from Atlanta, Georgia. And so the, the Center for Applied Human Dynamics really started with the foundation of personality training. And we use DISC personality. And when we do um, specifically go into organizations to teach uh, personality training, we're still using that same um, format today. From there, however, we've really branched out as a company to work on many different soft skills that are kind of needed in, um, in the workplace, but also in any kind of uh, arena where you're working on a team, which for most of us is just about anywhere. Um, so with this presentation, we really wanted to gear the understanding and knowledge that we teach on people and the patterns that people work in and kind of pair it up with looking at it through the lens of volunteering and how can we improve the volunteer experience, but also how can we improve the success of the event or festival by connecting a volunteer with a role that's going to fit with their natural abilities. Does the presentation, is it for like beginner organizers, mid-range, or does it span the spectrum? Like everybody's going to get something out of this session. It really spans the spectrum. I mean, our, our business is people. And so people are people, whether they're entry level, mid level, or top of the, top of the, um, of the gate. So, uh, when we're working with volunteers and the folks who are managing them, you know, we know that 
many festivals and events take place on a shoestring budget. And because of that, they really rely on volunteer efforts to ensure that that event is a success. So the knowledge and information that we're going to be able to share um, through the process that Andrea was just speaking about is really relatable no matter what level of management you're at and uh, can definitely help to improve your upcoming festival or event, um, whether it's small or large. Andrea, if somebody's planning on coming to your presentation, what should they come prepared with? I think what would work best for their um, success and getting the most out of our presentation would be to come with sort of an idea of uh, two things, actually, I'm going to say. One is a list of kind of overall jobs or roles that their event is using for using volunteers for. So what, what do those roles look like? What do they span? And then also we want them to maybe think about where have they had issues with volunteers in the past? Because that can maybe lend itself. What we want to be able to give is insight into ironing out some of those kinks that maybe have happened um, when working with volunteers in the past so that we kind of avoid those pitfalls um, going into our next events. Katie, one of the things you've listed on your outcomes is the the volunteer experience. We all always think about the customer experience, but that volunteer experience to an organizer is just as important. Can you speak to that? Absolutely. So by attending our, our presentation, our hope is to help event organizers to better understand how people have their own strengths, right? Um, so... Um, a book that we've really enjoyed reading uh, by author Marcus Buckingham is First Break All the Rules. And in the book, he speaks about getting the right people on the bus. So we know that many organizations, like the Oktoberfest organization we were speaking about earlier, have some very loyal and well-trained volunteers, which is a great start. But the next step, um, as Marcus refers to in his book, is getting the right people on the bus, but then also into the right seat. And so that's what we really want to help people to do, get the volunteers into the right roles, which will then result in a superior experience, not only for the volunteer, because they've had a great opportunity to showcase and use their strengths, but most importantly, a successful, well-run event with as few glitches as possible in terms of deploying that volunteer army, which then hopefully translates into volunteer retention. Because if you have a great experience doing something once, hopefully then the next time it comes around, you would look at doing that again. Andrea Johnston and Katie Burgo from the Centre of Applied Human Dynamics are our guests. Back in just a minute with Feel on the Air. Become a Festivals and Events Ontario member today and join a family of more than 500 members that represent over 1,400 festivals and events in Ontario. Knowledgeable, dedicated and passionate event organizers and volunteers who can help make your event a success. Membership fees range in price depending on the size of your festival or event. If you're a supplier of goods or services, you can also become a member and get connected with planners across the province. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. Welcome back. Feo on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Welcome back to Theo on the Air. Andrea Johnston and Katie Pergo are our guests. They're from the Center for Applied Human Dynamics. And they're presenting a, a, a thing about volunteers, managing a volunteer army, how to work with people's unique skills to enhance your next event. Um, Katie, one, the, one of the really important things that we maybe have skimmed over, but is that importance of pairing your volunteer to your needs. Can you speak to that a bit? 
There are definitely some common challenges that uh, we've come across over the years. Um, one from looking at things from the person who is managing the volunteers, making sure that the information that needs to get translated to the volunteers is being communicated well. Um, and so all those details are coming to the individuals who need them. Um, making sure that volunteers know when they'll be required to attend, what they might be doing in their role. Um, again, matching up those those strengths and skills um, to make sure that the volunteer is in the right role. So I think that uh, that that is an important piece of the puzzle to make sure that the person managing the volunteers uh, is taking all of those thoughts into consideration. Andrea, anything you'd like to add to that? Yeah, I think I'd just like to maybe leave you with a quick story. And this is just one example of many, but it's one of the reasons that Katie and I really felt strongly about delivering this message um, to people that are working and um, organizing and managing volunteer armies. So one of the organizations that um, is close and uh, near and dear to my heart that I volunteer with is Girl Guides of Canada. And, you know, there's lots of different roles within being um, a guiding leader. And we had a camp recently and there was about 75 uh, girl members there. So we had maybe 12 or 15 adults who were there as leaders and that the two leaders who had volunteered to be in the kitchen, um, they were sort of on KP duty for the entirety of the day. So, you know, they, they were people who didn't mind doing the task. They didn't need to be in the middle of the action, you know, going out hiking with the girls and, and things of that nature. They were okay to be by themselves and just and working away and supporting the team. Um, through that. Um, the flip side of that is because they're so great with sort of focusing on tasks and being supportive is that they tend to be very detail oriented and the person who had left the instructions for the, the kitchen staff um, didn't leave a lot of details in terms of how the food should be served and, you know, what time things were going to be served at. And so it left the people in the kitchen having a lot of questions and they continually had to come out and talk to the organizer, you know, about what was happening and, and have those questions answered. So sometimes it's, kind of, again, looking at the whole person filling the role and what are some of the stuff that they're going to need to best execute the role that they've been given. Andrea Johnson and Katie Pergore are guests and, and they're presenting at our conference. And if you'd like to read a little bit more detail about the uh, presentation, you can go to fieldconference.com, look under presenters and, and all of the information is there. Andrea and Katie, if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? There's a couple ways. We are certainly on um, social. Uh, if you're on uh, Instagram, it's at pplpuzzles short for people puzzles. Um, so that's our Instagram handle and you can find us on Facebook and it's just um, dynamics for you. So it's the, the number four and the letter U. Um, or there's also our website, which is www.dynamicsforyou.com. Well, we certainly look forward to seeing you both at our conference. Thank you very much for doing this today. Thanks so much for having us, Dave. You're very welcome. We're very excited to uh, present at the conference. You've been listening to Feel on the Air. Thanks for listening to Feel on the Air, the voice of festivals and events in Ontario. 
Festivals and Events Ontario has entered the world of podcasting with Theo on the air. Join us as we sit down and chat with the movers and shakers of the festivals and events community. The goal is to share insight, advice, planning techniques, and overall strategy with you, our FIO members. On the next podcast, would you like us to interview someone specific, cover a particular topic, answer a question? Let us know. FIO on the Air wants to give you what you need to succeed. Contact us now, Dave at festivalsandeventsontario.ca.